she became frustrated with that and ended up strangling me with my shoelace in the classroom. I get suspended, she gets suspended. All right, the whole student podcast with Cal Balavin. Whole student refers to the magical moment when a student is fully seen, heard, and known. This is the spark of a relationship between a student and teacher where the former is catalyzed on a journey beyond what they thought possible. And the latter is a proud advisor cheering from the sidelines. The whole student podcast asks guests to reflect back to their moment, to the person who became a transformative teacher in their lives and on the journey they were set upon. I have with me James Joyce III, a community leader, and founder of Coffee with a Black Eye. For the past decade, James has served the people of Santa Barbara as a district director for the state senator, Hannah Beth Jackson. Served on various advisory boards in the area, part of the founding advisory committee for Impact Hub Santa Barbara, um, on the board for Common Table Foundation, uh, the California Association of Marriage and Family Therapists Education Foundation, Sanctuary Centers, of Santa Barbara, on the National Board for Student African American Brotherhood, where he helped found the collegiate chapter when he was a student athlete at Ohio University. Uh, James serves an advisory board of Ventura County Leadership Academy and the Santa Barbara Young Black Professionals. James is a Maryland native, an award-winning newspaper journalist covering a variety of subjects from politics to education, and he is currently running for mayor of Santa Barbara. It's my pleasure to introduce James Joyce III. My brother, Cal. Pleasure <laughs> to be here with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hope I did you justice there with that introduction. That that hey, that that's good enough. That's who I am. Yeah, fair enough. I had to leave I had to leave a lot of uh juicy details out, all the other accolades and everything, but you know. I look, I I'm just uh what do they call that? Uh, a humble servant leader. Fair enough. And I know that you've been a transformative person in a lot of people's lives, but today is not about you or me. It's about that person that you met along your journey as a student who touched you. Tell us about that moment. Tell us about that person. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, we all have multiple folks, right, at, at multiple levels. I mean, I can think of Miss Barnhart in fourth grade who taught us about, you know, uh, her travels to Japan and different cultures mm. that she was exposed to that kind of opened yeah. her mind up. But I'd have to really lean on, like, by the time, you know, you get into middle school years, that's those are the real influential years, right? And so a yeah. yeah. um, little bit of knuckleheadism in me and, and really looking at, at my eighth grade reading teacher, uh, Mr. Yeah. Weinhold, um, who, who really... Um, he gave us an assignment for a research paper. And for that research mm -hmm. paper, I didn't know what I was doing. I just started doing research. And the topic I chose right. was, do you understand the black man in your community? Mm. Um, and he just let me go with the topic and didn't really give me a whole lot of direction. Just said, you know, it's wow. a good topic. You know, it passed whatever checks you have to do at that level. Um, right. And then uh, when I, I, I turned it in, I got the feedback from him. The feedback was, man, like, well, in addition to to just kind of doing this research paper, I put mm -hmm, together, mm -hmm. you know, I interviewed people. Uh, I talked yeah, to folks yeah. about, you know, what it means to be a black man in that community and right. and, and, and and incorporated that in, into my paper. Mm -hmm. And so 
when I got the paper back, he was asking me questions. Have you ever heard of journalism? Or have you ever mm-hmm. thought about journalism? Um, mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. where I had never heard the term before. Um, and, wow. and, and, and he saw that in me through my writing and wow. made that recommendation. You know, it was a developmental conversation. What do you want to do when you grow up at the time? I think I either wanted to be a photographer or a DJ. Mm-hmm. And, and right. um, then he, he, he introduced the idea of, of, of journalism. And, wow. um, you know, when I go speak to classes today, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, this is that paper. Yes, right. right. Oh, now, my God. Let, let's see. Like that, that, that A plus right there. Wow. You see it. Yeah. Right? yeah, I see it. I see it. But, you know, that that's the inspiration to like it, it really wow. only takes one one inter- interaction, one encounter. Granted, if I'm telling you about the full scope of my relationship with Mr. Weinhold, we butted heads mm-hmm. seriously throughout that year. Yeah. But it wasn't until we had this experience, and I guess those experiences led up to being able to trust him in saying that, mm-hmm. saying like he knew who I was at that point, right? And and it wasn't mm-hmm. a question of, oh man, he's just saying that because of X, Y, Z. Like he knew who mm-hmm. I was as, a, as an individual student in his class. And so... Uh, being able to make that recommendation and that and that 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 making that push, um, yeah. And then at, you know, shortly after that, I, I decided to to go into when I went into high school, started doing yeah. um, student newspaper and and mm-hmm. kind of did a high school journalism workshop uh, uh, mm-hmm. with uh, the Dow Jones newspaper fund mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, all of that stemmed from him incepting the idea uh, right. of, of, of journalism uh, in. in what was it about that assignment that culminated that relationship for you in that way? To be honest, I, I, to, I, because of the contentious relationship that we had had throughout the year, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, mm-hmm. you're in middle school. You don't want to be told what to yeah. do. And <laughs> their job is to maintain order in the right, classroom. Right, 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 right. Um, and so there were several times that we had butted heads. And so I think part of it may have very well just been just trying to be rebellious. Like, ha, I'm in this all-white class. I'm going I'm to I'm show him something. I'm going to tell him about black right. people. Right, and right. then like realizing that that kind of tapped into a passion that I had and, and right. then just kind of naturally exhibiting a skill set that that, that that was revealed through that project, I think. Wow. OK, so when you go to high school and you start mm-hmm. to continue this writing, do you uh, reach back out to uh, Mr. Weinhold and talk to him about what you're doing? You know, maybe I don't recall specifically, uh-huh. but I do remember that. As I mentioned, at these various levels, there being a continuum. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so and once I got to high school, um, again, predominantly white high school, predominantly white community in, in mm-hmm. on the East Coast in Maryland. Uh, and mm-hmm. so um, to be able to excel academically wasn't necessarily, yeah. there wasn't a path for that. Mm. Um, and so by the time I got to high school, um, I, I, it, I'd already been identified as kind of what do they call it, gifted and talented at that time, and I, but I was right, still just, right. you know, just taking classes. And there was a Mr. McHugh, uh, he taught mm. a, the AP classes, okay. And you know, uh, 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 a, a low-income black kid in this this community, like you, you don't really consider AP classes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he actually suggested it fought for me, wrote the letter to get a waiver for me to get in his class. Wow. And then kicked my ass once I got there, <laughs> right? In, in a way that, right. that no other educator has ever been able to do. 
right? Right. Um, right. But in a, in a very similar way, kind of continuum from Mr. Weinhold of allowing me to kind of lean into my thing. And so whereas mm-hmm. we're learning linguistics and studying the eth- what ethno-linguistics and the semantics mm-hmm. and pragmatics and all of this stuff, uh, we're given an assignment to, to do a study on a movie. And so I mm. pick F. Gary Gray's Friday. Oh, wow. Right. Smokey and them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Smokey yeah. and them. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so I ended up doing an ethno-linguistic analysis of Friday. Mm. Wow. And looking at, you know, um, I, I don't know specifically your audience here, but in this ethno-linguistic study of Friday, looking at the mm. use of the word, uh, the F word, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and And how that can serve as every part of speech in the English language. And like, wow. when, like, like when, when, when you look at something that's taboo and then you can start right. to look at it in an academic way and an right. educator saying, look, these are the parameters in which you can talk about this, go. Right. And that like, there's something about that, that that's what education is about. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's about that discovery. It's about tapping in the individual passions and, 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 and understanding the alignment of cultural relevancy like right right that is key like it, both of these examples that you hear are are like tiptoe in the line culturally in a predominantly right. white educational environment but for those educators when you want to talk about the conversation of how do you be an mm-hmm. ally those right. educators allowed that within the parameters and didn't and they weren't threatened by it wow now if you could talk to mr wine who or Mr. McHugh now, uh, reflecting back on your experience and what that's meant for you and your journey, and you look in the camera, what would you tell him? Well, look, he, McHugh knows. Like, he, he just had a <laughs> swag about him. Like, he had yeah. long black hair. He was just kind of doing his own thing, wear mm-hmm. button-down shirts, halfway unbuttoned. Like, he had a swag and a style about him, but he <laughs> knew he was good at what he did, but very humble right. about it. Right, and so, right. I, I think he was humble enough about the teaching profession that he knew his job was to do nothing more than plant seeds. Mm. And he knows that he's done that. And, mm. and, and, and I think for both of them, like a large part of where I am today and the understanding mm. of who I am as a man, understanding who I am mm. as I navigate the world as a black man specifically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was helped along by these two white brothers. Right. Who, who, wow. who, who wow. helped along the way. Right. And, and, and it's wow. important to, to, to see that, to recognize that. But at the end of the day, it's about being a good educator. They, mm-hmm. and, and, when, and, and, you know, you started this off by talking about the whole student. The whole like, student. They get that. They got that back in. Right. Right. I won't date it. But, yeah, they got that back in the 90s. <laughs> right, 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 right. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, it's interesting because people are going to be listening to this story you shared a, a couple of stories uh part of your own story and it's going to inspire individuals to uh reflect on their own journey um my hope is as people listen to this they'll they'll draw away from it particular messages that'll help move them forward in life and also think back on the relationships they formed uh what would you want people to take away from what you just shared that it's a continuum right mm. you don't always see the results of it um I, I talked a little bit about kind of what I would say to, to Miss, Mr. Mm. Uh, McHugh. Mr. Mm-hmm. Weinholt, he was one of my sister's mentors, my older sister when wow. she got into wow. education. He was one of her right. mentors, and they made that connection because I was in his class. 
right? Got it. And, and, and so, like, the understanding that, that there's a continuum. A, yeah, and, and, yeah and, and, and you don't know where you are along that journey yeah. or, or where yeah. where you could be along someone else's journey. Right. And the point you are in your journey now, if I asked you the question, uh, they often we often get asked, you know, if you had a dinner, you want to invite five guests. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change it up a little bit and say, if you had a dinner, you want to invite five teachers uh, to that dinner. P people in your life that have taught you, dead or alive, who are they? Yeah, what are you serving? Yeah, yeah. This one hurts. Mm. First one, the teacher that did me wrong, Miss Lamonia, second grade. Mm. Before mm. I was diagnosed as whatever, excelling above my classmates, I would finish the spelling test early. Mm. And I would be bored by just sitting there while everyone else is finishing their tests. Right, right. Miss Lamonia didn't have that understanding that Mr. Weinhold and McHugh had. So as I culturally sat there after I was done my tests and unlaced my shoes and put them back in my shoes, laced them back up because, you know, that's what you did back then. Mm -hmm. She became frustrated with that and ended up strangling me with my shoelace in the classroom. I get suspended. She gets suspended. Mm. I have a memory of my mom coming in, <laughs> Miss Seely walking down the hall with her heels clicking as she's walking down the hall, angry at the encounter, but cool and level headed, but talking through this situation. But Miss Lamonia didn't quite get it and didn't see the potential in a young James Joyce. I want her mm. at dinner. I want her mm. at dinner and I want to know exactly what it is she likes to eat because I want to make sure wow. she's real comfortable as she wow. understands the impact, adverse or not, that she had. Wow. Right? Wow. I, I, mm. I want, I want Miss Barnhart there from the fourth grade to talk about right. my progress from the second. I want mm -hmm. Mr. Mr. Weinhold there to talk about eighth grade, like how I got mm -hmm. there. I want Mr. Black, my art teacher from elementary school, who taught me oh, about wow. the color wheel. And he explained that black is the inclusion of all colors and white is wow. the I exclusion of. I want him wow. there. Wow. And of course, Mr. McHugh is going to be there. That's right. Wow. Brother, when I asked you that question, I didn't know you were going to take me on that journey. Uh, visually, uh, the contrast between a teacher who can see the potential in you and yep. a teacher who doesn't see it is, is a stark contrast in education. Uh, we went from going from whole student to wholly not seeing the student whatsoever yeah. in, in, in a matter of seconds. Oh. I appreciate you, your spirit, uh, your stories, your time. I hope uh, what you shared helps inspire those that listen, both students and teachers, to go back and think back on what it means to be a whole person, a whole human being, and a whole student. Thanks. Thank you, my brother. Yeah. 
The Whole Student Podcast has been brought to you by Duncast. Produced by J.D. Scroggin, the Director of Marketing and Communication at the Dunn School, and co-produced by Brandon Scott of Comfort Food. Thank you for joining us.